What's up, everybody? I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. This name, weekly podcast, is brought to you by ballwash.com. Guys, uh, it's that time of year. The time where you're like, oh geez, what do I get my buddy? What, what do I get my friend as an awesome Christmas gift? The kind of gift that says, hey bro, I appreciate you, but at the same time it's like, hey bro, I think I have feelings for you. You don't want to kind of blend that line. So, right. What's up, Joe? Yeah, right? No, I mean, you know, it happens, right? right? You know, you don't want to give him something that, you know, kind of like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh shit, you know, is this more than a friendship? You know, I've been thinking about it too, but not in that kind of way, but maybe in that kind of way, you know, you kind of want to, you want to give them a, a manly gift. Some of those gifts is like, hey, bro, you know, punch on the shoulder, you know, a good, uh, you know, you know, give me some knocks and stuff like that. Ballwash.com is that place to get that kind of gift for your buddy. With an assortment of things from uh, from body washes, shampoos, conditioners. I know you're thinking, you want to give another dude body wash? Trust me, for ball wash, you kind of really do. Because this is the manliest uh, cleaning product that's out there that I've used up, actually. You know, every year, I don't know if you guys uh, have the same kind of mom who gets you like that that Axe uh, body wash pack and everything that makes you smell like you're a junior uh, in high school. Uh, but it's time to grow up from that. You got to get ball washed. It's the adult cleaning product that help you from head to toe, from hole to pole. If you go to ballwash.com, you can fill up your cart with all the assortment of products that they have. Not only uh, body washes, shampoos, conditioners, but also body scrubs. Uh, they got a, uh, a liquid baby powder kind of thing where like it goes on like a lotion, but it dries as a powder to kind of help you in your nether regions. Uh, they also have a nut rub, a kind of cream that kind of gives you a better smell down there. So, you know, when you have your intimate evenings with your wife, girlfriend, significant other, or, uh, they actually have their own line of boxes. They actually have a, a gift pack for the holidays. All available at ballwash.com. Fill your card up with all of their products. Then use the promo code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Use it at checkout. It'll save you 15% on your entire order. Guys, check out BallWash.com. Use the promo code FREAKNET. Save today. This freaking show is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you're looking for a good read to get yourself through this winter, or maybe you'd like to participate in our book club, more information on that later, you should head over to AudibleTrial.com slash FREAKNET and get yourself a free 30-day trial plus a credit towards your first audiobook on audible.com. It's a great way to listen to books. I myself have been listening to a fantastic book on Audible the last couple of weeks, which is uh, People's History of the United States by Howard Zinn. Um, I highly recommend it. I'll probably be listening to The Phantom Tollbooth uh, later on next year through Audible. Um so, yeah, you should do that. You should participate in that. You should uh, get on it. Head over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet right now and get an audiobook today. Good job, Joe. Not my best. But thank you. It's okay, man. I rambled about um, about lovemaking through my plug, so really. And you rambled about these balls, but not in a homophobic way. That's right. I'm just saying, like, you know. Sometimes bros get a little too, you know, questionable. I mean, we all did it growing up. You know, like, who hasn't slapped their buddy's ass at one point in their life, you know? Sure. 
Well, and we all have that friend that has that funk. I'm saying. Right? I mean, I remember, you know, being, not even younger, you know, fucking, uh, God, what the hell is it? Maybe 22, 23 years old. Um, yeah, yeah, about 22, 23, and I had a buddy come over, fucking like, you know, we played fucking like video games all fucking night. Went to fucking White Castle in the morning and got some of the breakfast sandwiches, which, you know, I got a White Castle's breakfast sandwich last week, and I don't know if it was just, I don't know if White Castle breakfast is the best choice for Grubhub, but mm-hmm. I don't recommend it because it just, I think the length of time between actually ordering it and it actually getting to me just oh, no. made it like this, uh, this Ooh. weird, uh, yeah, it just, it wasn't good, but yeah. I had White Castle uh, breakfast the other day myself, and it was, they were really good when they first came out. I don't know what has happened. Yeah, I think 2020 hit it. I think, I think, I think fucking uh, COVID lifestyle really hit it. Okay, I'll hold on. You tell me to hold on? No, I said I'll allow it. Oh, I'll allow it. I thought you told me to hold on. I'm like, yeah, I'm not stopping the recording, bro. <laughs> this is it. This, oh, this is where we're in it. Yeah, White Castle, White Castle breakfast sandwiches smell like they haven't changed their, their sweatpants in three weeks. No. And they've been no, home. It, it's one, it, it's kind of like they, uh, they got the bacon from like last week, microwaved it to kind of rejuvenate it. Mm-hmm. While they did that, they kind of, uh, toasted the, uh, bread that came right from the freezer. Yeah. Yeah. Now it used to be good. It used to be fucking amazing. Like I remember going, Ordering now, how now? What what breakfast White Castle do you order? So my my favorite one is just a slider with an egg on it. That's what I yes, like. Yes, I do. I do the toast, toast, egg, bacon, cheese. Love it. Um, but I remember like getting in like it was like I mean it was a decent sized fucking toast. I mean it was it was kind of thick. It was soft, like delicious. But when I got this, and again, I, it, it could just be the Grubhub. I may have to like go there in the morning just to kind of like you know justify it. I mean, th- this thing was like fucking flat. Ugh. It was just it was just sad. Um, but anyways, there was that there was that time where like we we're fucking like you know playing video games. Or, like I went and got food, and I was still I think I was still home at this time. Um, I was still living at home. So me and my buddy we just we passed out like four in the morning in my fucking uh, bedroom, you know. I slept on my bed, he slept on the floor and shit like that. But between the fucking like hours of playing the fucking video game and fucking just fucking sleeping in an enclosed room and the fucking white castles, like I woke up to a pungent fucking like college dorm fucking odor. Ugh, I can I can smell it just from you describing it. Right? I mean it's like it's oh, it's and I and I like I've been to land parties and shit, not not to participate, just to kinda hang out. And it's just like, I mean, like, for like 72 straight hours of like hot fucking like computer modems and like Taco Bell, McDonald's, you know, fucking people just like, you know, like shitting themselves, like, you know, in the strangest ways possible. It's just like that weird fucking odor that just exists. And you let a mansion there, you're liable to lose your eyebrows. Right. Um, but you know, if, if I had a product like Ball Wash, that probably never would have happened because we could have used like, you know, it was like the nut rub fucking, uh, cologne kind of, uh, cream thing they got or even that, uh, even that, uh, that lotion powder, uh, product that they have. I can't remember what the, I think it's called Ball Guard. 
I mean, I use that every day before I go to work, you know, to kind of help with like the chafing and everything because my job requires me to be, to walk around a lot. I'm inside a a hot lab all day and, you know, swamp ass fucking happens. But this kind of kind of helps with that chafing and, you know, the rubbing that, you know, comes with my, uh, my thighs. So I recommend the product to anybody. And like I said, they do have a holiday out there. I believe it's like a peppermint. That I'm contemplating on actually getting because I am a huge fan of peppermint, but we'll see. Um, I want to talk about Christmas next week. Uh, yeah. next week is our season finale. Uh, and then we're going to take our break and come back in January with season five. Um, so we're going to talk about Christmas next week. We're actually going to talk about cancel culture in Christmas next week. Uh, kind of some of the things that people, uh, found offensive. Um, and people who may have went a little too far with offensiveness, we may turn that into, uh, one of our Mike Corona games. We'll see how that goes. Um, and hopefully that's the last Mike Corona game, uh, we'll ever have to play. Because hopefully 2021 yeah. brings, uh, brings around a, uh, uh, I don't know what the hell this world needs, but like a, a sanitizing of life. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll definitely be talking about Christmas next week. There is one Christmas-related uh, item I do want to talk about today and kind of get your input and feedback on it uh, for a multitude of reasons, Joe. Um, and yeah, I'll explain those you were, you were You were previewing this to me before the show. Yeah. I hadn't heard it. Well, that, you know, that's, that's, that's the one thing I do realize about what we do when we do these shows. And it actually brought upon, it brought upon a question I did want to ask you, and I keep forgetting to ask. Um, this isn't your only podcast, Joe. You also, uh, you're also on Geekcast Live. Uh, for our listeners who have been around for the five years we've been doing this knows that, uh, uh, Geekcast Live is mentioned at the end of every episode. So people could enjoy twice as much Cartoon Joe on a weekly basis. Um, but there's four of you guys over there. And, uh, you guys, you guys have an intro. Kind of like, you know, we do an intro here, kind of like I do an intro on JFW. But there are some podcasts that do kind of like cold opens. Like, uh, you listen to, uh, Joe Rogan. Like, he kind of just like hits record and starts going. Like, we'll hit record, talk for a little bit about some stuff, and then all of a sudden I'll ask you if you're ready. You'll say, yeah, and then we'll kick into the show. And it seems like a lot of the content that we could utilize in the show, we waste in like the first like seven to eight minutes. You know, at the beginning, I mean, most of the time it's kind of like, hey, what do you want to talk about today? Because we don't really plan this stuff out. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. Um, I'm still waiting for us to do that Star Wars episode that I mentioned three years ago. Oh, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, I do, too, until I remember about the shit we forget to do. Yeah. Um, but what what do you guys do? Give me a little behind uh, the scenes of Geekcast Life. What do you guys do? From the moment the first call is made into the first uh, co-host to the actual intro being started. Like, what goes into that process and what happens in between that time on Geekcast Live? Yeah, I mean, it's very similar to what we do. We we hop on and uh, we use Discord over there instead of Skype. Um, although we might not be anymore. The uh, Well, we'll probably use it, but not for recording. Um, mm-hmm. the bot we used to record doesn't seem to work any longer, which is weird. But anyway, um, I digress. We, we get on, we, we usually just, we chat, um, uh, a lot of times it'll be usually me and GCR or it'll be GCR and, and Rob Bass. Uh, every once in a while, Nick 
is the first one who's on, which is uh, very weird. Um, just because he's he's kind of the busiest of us. He's got like five kids, and he's like the VP of a company now, and so he's he's got busy stuff. I'm not slagging him, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and we'll uh, we'll usually just um be talking about our days or something, and um, I what I like to do over there is uh, I, I like to just make jokes the entire time that I'm on the show. That's what I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll be listening to whatever story is being told, looking for something to make fun of, um, or to, <laughs> or to rip off of or make a joke with, um, mm-hmm. just to get laughing and, and kind of get us in the mood for the show. And, uh, and we'll usually go over, you know, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. Uh, is everybody ready? And then, um, and then we hit record. We actually don't record the pre-show banter. Uh, we should. We absolutely should, but we don't. Yeah. Well, and it's it's one of the things, like, because I've been thinking about kind of switching up the show uh, going into the new season, about more of getting away from the intros and uh, kind of focus on just cold opens, like just hitting record and starting and stuff. Because I, I do, if I go back, and because I keep everything we record, both the raw uh, audio that we do, as well as the final footage. So, I mean, I could probably go back, and there's probably gold over the last five fucking years that never made it to recording because it's just us talking. And then we get into a show, and now we're trying to turn this into, like, more of a professional sounding to our to our extent of what professionalism is. Um, it just gets missed out. And I was like, I, I guess I kind of want your opinion on that too. Like, you know, maybe looking at doing like some cold openings and stuff and just, you know, as soon as we get on, just click and start and just seeing, you know, what, what fucking bullshit comes up. Yeah. It's kind of like with, uh, when we do our live pod beans and stuff, you know, it's just us sitting there talking and bantering. Cause, um, one of the biggest things is like, you know, we, we do t- try to focus a lot on like, you know, what's currently happening and, and currently happening in pop culture like movies and games uh uh music and a little bit of politics here and there depending on what's going on and a little bit about jesus and stuff and i know originally we said we don't talk about politics and we don't talk about jesus but uh in this time uh, that's that's a pretty common thing and even from a lot of things that i listen to it's almost one and the same because I, I read i heard something about the pope being political or some shit um, I didn't really dive much into it, but um, it's just one of the things that, like, you know, if you do it the right way and you don't, I guess that's just an oxymoron for saying don't do it the wrong way. Um, <laughs> but if you do it the right way, it there is some benefit to talking about politics and and religion in a sense that, you know, could be entertaining to people. Sure. Um, it's like, just doing it in the right way. It's just dominate our lives. So it's it's not totally yeah. off the it's just it's doing it with you know respect and and uh i want to say dignity but there's no dignity in this it's a podcast with two white guys yeah yeah it's 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 you're, privilege you're, that point, bro. I, no no not your humiliation listeners our humiliation i have here a note from sarge no i'm just kidding sarge <laughs> Uh, which uh yeah you know speaking speaking of Sarge uh, guys if uh 
if we haven't mentioned it in a while, uh, this freaking show is part of Freaknet Studios, along with Just Freak Wrestling that I host with Dizzle J and Dally, and of course, the gray area that's hosted by Sarge. Uh, check out FreaknetStudios.com to check out all the podcasts. Um, I believe I heard that um, Lowell from Low 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 L O Low Low is um, is launching a new podcast or something like that. Uh, I mean, I heard it's like a no. Nah, I heard it's like a month ago. Um, Maybe oh, it's right. happening. I, I, I really don't know. I just, I got a message from Sarge, you know, asking me for the, uh, the information on the Pretty Little Freaks Podbean, uh, thing, and I gave it to him because he was setting low up for, uh, some podcast. I haven't heard about it. Uh, if it's part of Freaknet Studios, uh, I'm unaware of it, which that makes me a poor, uh, chairman or CEO or whatever the fuck I'm called, uh, to this, uh, studio. I don't know what my title is, but apparently like I'm at the top of the mountain. Right? What'd I, you say? I said I don't know what my title is, but I'm pretty sure I'm at the top of the mountain. Oh, yeah. So, uh, chairman or czar, I thought would be a nice word. Czar is fun. Right? Right? And I, I think the only reason I like it is because it sounds like it starts with a Z, but it's a C. Yep. Unnecessary fucking letters and an unnecessary fucking word. In the same room, uh, it's uh, Caesar and the Kaiser. Like the roll? Yep. Nice. Nice. Yep. So, uh, R-O-L and R-O-L-E. Nice. Yeah, so I always I always envision myself winning the lottery and becoming a business owner. So uh, take notes, people. If you come to work for me, this is the kind of management I uh, do. People say, I got an idea. Okay. And then I don't know what the hell is going on over there. So... <laughs> And I can't, I, I tried to Google it. I tried to search Pretty Little Freaks. It does not show up. Um, I'll tell you what did show up though. A fucking website stole my JFW logo and is selling it on their own merchandise. What? Uh, well, that's a cool fucking thing I found. Yeah. I don't know how I found it. All I know is that like I, I was just for one day, I was, I was bored. So I Googled this freaking show. Just to see what does pop up. And obviously our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Podbean, Spotify, uh, Amazon, uh, music, you know, all those, uh, fucking, uh, Stitcher, uh, Player FM, all these things are fucking popping up. But there was this website that talks about like popularity and, um, and reviews and stuff like that on a show. And I fucking popped it up and I listened to it or I didn't listen to it. I read what was going on in it. Nothing negative. Uh, we don't have a huge following, but I mean, compared to like, uh, Kevin Smith and Joe Rogan, I don't think we'll ever reach that pinnacle. If we are, I wouldn't have to worry about fucking falling asleep and not recording like I did yesterday. Oh, um, we'll do this. But, thing. uh, yeah. But, uh, after I did this freaking show, I looked up JFW and there wasn't really much on JFW as there was this freaking show, but there was a link to t-shirt merchandise. And I was like, oh shit. It looks like there's a link to T Public where you can get merchandise for both JFW and this freaking show just by going to tpublic.com, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com, and searching either TFS or JFW, depending on your merchandise preference. But it wasn't T Public. It was some other fucking website. And when I Googled it, it turns out that this fucking website just takes fucking logos and stuff and fucking resells them. So 
Yeah, I found uh, it. There we go. What's the website? T Herivar. H E R I V A R. Yep. So guys, if you ever want to buy merchandise and it's from us and it's on that website, that's not us. I don't get money for that. Uh I don't know what my rights or what I could do to fix that because um I don't know what happens after we upload a logo onto T Public. And I was talking to DJ about it, and he's like, dude, you need to fight that. You need to uh, get a hold of T-Public and let them know. But realistically, how do I know T-Public didn't sell them the fucking logo? I guess you don't. I don't. I really don't. Remember, because all of can't do that. But. Yeah. Yeah. So, I saw that. That was stupid. Um, where the hell was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So I tried to search uh, the fucking Pretty Little Freaks fucking Podbean. Couldn't find it because obviously I renamed it. They renamed it. I don't know what the hell it is. So if she does have a podcast, um, I hope it's going good because I don't see it advertised on Freaknet Studios fan page. I don't see it advertised by Sarge. I don't see it advertised by Low. Um, so, yeah, I could support it. But without knowing what it is, how could I do that? Yeah. Right. Which I guess is a poor way to say it because I've never seen God, but I support what he does. Yeah, but at least, at least you know. Where are you? Yeah, I don't want people people to think I'm comparing God God to a fucking. You know? Right. Right. In my life, God is very similar to a a former co host of a podcast that said pussy a lot. Right. Oh, yeah. In my religion. Right. <laughs> right. Where, where I come from, we take all the things we're not sure of that we support anyways and throw them in a big fucking uh, pot where Jesus and uh, um, drunken women and fucking Boston cream honey buns all fucking live in the same world. And yes, Boston cream honey buns is a real thing. Sounds wonderful. It is not. It's I can not. I can see I can sit here and tell you it's not. Oh, you had them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're at work, and some dude offered it to me because uh, he was leaving, and I was like, oh no, because you know I'm dieting. I'm trying to eat right, trying to eat healthy. I'm sitting here drinking black tea, which I realize I drink about a gallon of tea a day. And I'm okay with that. I'm going to tell you how I make tea, and you can tell me how stupid I am. But I drink black tea, and I'm over here eating an organic fruit fucking uh, toaster tart, some off-brand Pop-Tart that Sherry Mm. gave me. Classic. Not the greatest, but what do you expect when you eat toaster tart? Right. Oh, is it from Aldi? I don't know. Kroger, I think. Oh, okay. Pop pastry, maybe tart. It's not a Pop-Tart. Right. There's no cartoon pop tart popping out of a fucking uh uh toaster from some, I'm assuming those commercials are promoting homicides because <laughs> uh those pop tarts seem to die every fucking time. They do. Yeah. Cannibalism they can't even be cannibalism because it's human yeah, it's destroying yeah. Yeah. it goes to show why we can't have aliens here on this fucking planet because anybody a little bit different, we're gonna fucking eat them. Pop tarts yeah. prove that. 
Also, the history uh, of uh, there's been nine hominid species in the history of the planet, and the only one left is humans. Oh, I sapiens, sapiens. You know what I love about you, Joe? Hmm? You assume I know what hominid means. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, everyone fucking should. Not Travis. Pretend I don't. <laughs> so, so it's, it's species of, of human-like apes. Why you just say monkeys, bro? Because monkeys have tails, and humans aren't monkeys. And also, there's a lot more than nine species of monkeys. Human-like apes. Like yeah. Neanderthals? Yeah, like Neanderthals and like, um, that's the only one I know off the top of my head. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. so now I'm going to say, but okay, I, so I knew what you were talking about, I just didn't know the name of which you speak. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And so there's been, there's been like nine different species of them. Uh, like humans is one, Neanderthal is one, uh, there's like the, um, uh, that, 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 uh, that one that they found in Africa who's, they named her Lucy. She was a different. Oh, one. yeah. Yeah. And the frozen, uh, tundras of the world. Yeah. Yeah. There's been like nine different species of, of, of hominid. Of, of human-like apes. And uh, humans are the only ones that are left. And it's probably because we wiped all the other ones out. Right. But it had to be an accident. Like, oops, my bad. We, we bred with some of them, because there's still Neanderthal DNA in some people's gene pools. But Like Ben Stiller? He has to be a Neanderthal. Right? He just looks very like... It's that nose, right? It's, got, it's, it's a lot of it. That fucking jawline. I mean, everything about him screams caveman. Al Pacino a little bit, too. Anyway. Oh, so mediocre, but I love it. <laughs> Can you hear me and pouring the microphone there? Do I hear what? Could you hear me pouring my coffee on the microphone? No, I'm going to be honest with you, Joe. You keep cutting in and out, and I'm not sure if that's going to be in the recording or not, so I just ignored it and moved on. Sorry. I, uh, I'm i probably moving around too much. Oh, well, it sounds like I'm just kind of like brushing off what you're saying. It's because I only hear half of it, and I don't want to be rude. No, you're good. I just assume that people only ever hear half of what I'm saying. Mm. Well, we'll find out in the recording. Because <laughs> I only ever hear half of what other people I've got hearing problems. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, uh, Joe, you did uh, remind me of a couple things uh, that we gotta get uh, get up and get out of the way. So, uh, presidential uh, bracket is over. Uh, Abraham Lincoln did beat out George Washington to be the top president, the most badass uh, possible win in a fight beat down president, which really doesn't come to any surprise. No, no. he's one of the few presidents who I think has actually been in a bare knuckle boxing match. Yeah. I mean, he has to be, still to this day, the top most favorite president. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming Obama's pretty close. Um, Washington, uh, I don't know, JFK would, JFK wouldn't be in the top 10, would he? He might be, but only because he died in office. Is that what it is? I think so. I think when you when you die in office, people remember you better. 
See, I'm going to have to disagree with that because, um, like, five or six fucking presidents died in office, and I can only remember three of them. Oh, I just meant more fondly, not like, not like uh, people remember you better as in, like, they remember who you are. I just mean that, like, looking back on it, it's like, oh, he died. People must have cared about him. Like Franklin Pierce? Yeah. Right? Like, that, like that was the president's fucking name? It was. It was. Did he, he die in office? Bracket. I didn't know. No, he, he didn't die in office. That's why no one really knows him. Yep. Uh, yeah, fucking Bill Clinton's in the top ten of most popular presidents. Way to go. That's weird to me. Truman is. I don't know why. I guess... I don't fucking know. That had to be an FDR thing. But, uh... A lot of them don't surprise me. Fucking, uh... Okay, this has to be old because Obama's not in the top ten, and I assume he would be. Yeah, I would assume that, too. When was this done? Ah, well, it don't matter. Now we're getting off topic. Um, so yeah, so Abraham Lincoln won. Congratulations Woo! to you. You are the, uh, the top president in the, uh, beatdown bracket. Congrats. Uh, and thank you for, go ahead. I said, here's to the King of Mars. So, the King of Mars. Yeah. And in, in Adventure Time, Abraham Lincoln is alive and he's the King of Mars. Um, well, cheers to the Vampire Slayer. Um, Thank you for those who participated in the polls. Uh, that was a lot of fun doing that. Maybe we'll do that more. Uh, we did do an additional poll on the FN book club, the Freaknet book club that was starting next season. Uh, we put, uh, my phantom toe booth up against, uh, Joey devil chessboard. I think that's what it's called. Yep. Uh, phantom toe booth one. So, uh, we're going to be reading that book, uh, starting next season. So make sure you guys go out and get your copy. You can order it on Amazon or you could, uh, get it through Audible if you want to go ahead and use our, um, our link audibletrial.com slash freaknet. You get a 30 day free trial. Use that credit to getting that book. Um, and participate with us. We're gonna, what do we decide on, Joey? We're gonna do a chapter a week. Can I talk about, uh, what happened in the chapter? Yep. That's right. I think there's, uh, I think there's about 20 chapters in that book. So it'll get us through half the season. So Perfect. let's pick a second book. You know, maybe we'll do your, uh, your, your Satan checkers or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> and, uh, Satan checkers. Right. Or, uh, you know, we can also take recommendations from other people out there who, uh, have, uh, ideas on books. I already have my second, uh, book idea in the old noggin. So, um, uh, what else we got to talk about? We're going to talk about uh, some reboots coming up in 2021, but before we do that, I want to talk about the one and only Christmas thing I want to talk about today, oh, yes, please. Because, because I want to bring it up before it gets too far out. Sarge did talk about this uh, already on his show, so uh, I've been wanting to talk about this for three days, so I don't want him to come up to me and like, hey man, uh, so you're taking my topics. Uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. Definitely did not. I wanted to talk about this. <clears throat> Uh, I'm going to read the article. It comes from MSN.com. Uh, Liberal Santa makes kid cry by telling him he won't get him a gun for Christmas. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not going to read the article. I'm just is this a complicated you. Christmas story joke? No, no. This is a real-life thing that happened at Harlem Irving Plaza in Norridge, Illinois. Oh, shit. I used to drive by that all the time. Yep. Uh, apparently, a kid uh, went up uh, went up to Santa, 
uh, Santa asked him what he wanted for Christmas. The kid wasn't really sure what to say. Uh, and obviously they're doing social distancing, so Santa and, uh, I'm gonna assume it's either Mrs. Claus or a Hopper Elf that Mrs. Claus doesn't know about. Uh, sitting on one side of the table and the kid sits on the other side of the table. The kid's, uh, dad is a Chicago police officer who the kid looks up to. The kid's about four years old. Yeah. Uh, so Santa asked him what he wanted. The kid said he wanted a Nerf gun. And, um, let's see here, uh, to quote to Santa, no, not even a Nerf gun. If your dad wants to get it for you, that's fine, but I can't bring it to you. What else would you like? Lots of other toys, Legos, there's bicycles, there's cars and trucks. Uh, the kid wasn't really sure how to answer. The mom was just like, oh, he just wants a Nerf gun. And he's like, I'm not bringing him a Nerf gun. What else do you want? What else do you want? What else do you want? To the point where the kid got upset. Mm, no. So the kids start crying. Um, it's very sad. Um, I saw a lot of reaction videos to this. A lot of people uh, wasn't really happy with the. Uh, for what they said, is the the mall Santa kind of like allowed his uh, beliefs to interfere in the happiness of a child. But Joey, I want to ask you, uh, not only as a, as a husband to be a potential uh, a potential father in the future. Um, a Democrat yourself, uh, as we have talked about before. Oh, just because uh, I mean I'm one of them, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, uh, but also because, uh, be- because of your, your, uh, your career, your, 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 uh, your livelihood choice that you made. Um, yeah. I want, I want to get pros and cons on what this Santa did. Um, were there some positives to his beliefs in saying not even a Nerf gun because he's, he's, he's an anti-gun guy? Uh, did he go a little bit too far in making a child cry during the holidays? Um, I just want to get your feedback on this. Uh, if you have any pros, I'd like to hear them. And then obviously the cons that are pretty obvious. Yeah. So uh, I've got so many thoughts and it's really hard to organize them. Did you hear about this before I brought it up? Oh, I had no idea about it. Gotcha. Um, so I guess my, my first knee jerk is that a lot of people don't know that Christianity is supposed to be completely nonviolent mm-hmm. and that um, in the earliest centuries of the church, um, it was believed that when Christ disarmed Peter in the Garden of Gethsemane, Christ disarmed all of us. So um, there's actually a strong Christian history of not owning a weapon. Um, any reason. That being said, there is also a Christian history of the opposite of that, um, because uh, you have like St. Augustine in the 300s saying things like, um, you know, you need to have a weapon not to defend yourself, but to defend your neighbor, um, things like that. So, like, maybe this guy was at, you know, you could make the argument if he's playing the character straight, if he's really being St. Nicholas, you could say, Maybe he's saying St. Nicholas, the the actual saint, would be committed to nonviolence. Therefore, I can't, as St. Nicholas, give you a gun. Yeah. Um, so, like, if I take that, like, I, I'm being an asshole about it. I'm completely <laughs> just just the, the really far extreme view on one side would be, you know, you're Santa shouldn't give guns to people mm-hmm. regardless. I don't care if it's a Nerf, I mean, Nerf gun, whatever. I don't think Nerf guns hurt anybody. I don't think they promote any kind of violent culture. 
they're just Nerf guns. They're just they're fun to play with. Get over yeah. it. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, I do think it is too far to make a kid cry. And like uh, Mall Santa is like it's up there with with like um you know it's it's like a social worker or a chaplain or a kind of pastor or a kind of um a care worker of some kind. Yeah. And your job in that role is to preserve the feeling of magic in the world. Mm-hmm. And so I do feel like, you know, at a certain, it's, it, it's not as though um, there's any situation in which the kid goes to him and says, Santa, can I have a gun for Christmas? And the mall actually gives the kid a gun. Yeah. Santa at the mall is not going to hand them out to people. So there's really no harm in being like, Dad, are you getting him a gun? Great. Santa's bringing you a gun. Like, yeah. And there was a, and I, and I know I talk a lot, not, I guess not a lot, but, um, I mentioned Steven Crowder a lot, the conservative, uh, radio, uh, podcaster or whatever. And he actually had, uh, the, the mom, the dad, and the kid on, and he kind of portrayed Santa himself. Um, and, uh, one of the one of the coolest things that he wanted to do because of you know the situation, the kid crying and the Nerf gun and stuff like that, uh, he wanted to send the kid, like he wanted to get the kid a Nerf gun and like the the child's really into boxing and wanted to send him some boxing stuff like uh, he's into Rocky and all those movies and he wanted right. to do all that and the parents even told like you know Stephen like hey I appreciate it but. uh uh, you know, we, we are doing, you know, we are doing well for ourselves and we're all, we are able to get him everything he wanted. So, uh, Stephen, I guess, is, uh, getting a bunch of toys or something to donate to, like, her church or something for, like, kids who can't Christmases. Nice. That's um, great. Yeah, just because, like, he wanted to do something because of this and everything. And, you know, they have, like, these mug clubs and, like, uh, memberships and stuff that they get on their shows that allow them to do things like that. Um, but like they were talking about, like even like uh, was he he grew up Canadian, so they uh they grew up. I, I guess they have a Santa up there. I still don't understand fucking Canadian Christmases. I'm assuming they're very similar. I just I don't fucking know. Moose instead of reindeer. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was saying like one of the things that the Santa could have done when the uh, kid brought up a Nerf gun, and it was the thing too because he even mentioned like it's not like he, the kid asked for a gun. He asked for like a Nerf gun. Uh, um, but I guess, like, I guess one of the things that, like, you know, the Santa could have said was, um, well, if you were a good boy, we'll see what, uh, you get, uh, this holiday season. And so it does, like, it's like, you know, implied to the kid, like, hey, we'll see what happens. But it's just one of those harsh realities. Cause, like, I, I, I can't put myself in the mind of a four year old. Cause I don't know how I would have reacted if I was this kid and I asked for something. I think at yeah. four years old, I probably would have asked for, like a wrestling figure or like a wrestling ring or something like that. And a lot of like the, the, you know, even wrestling nowadays, people still see it as like some barbaric fucking thing on TV, even though it's been mentioned and proven for over a decade that it's, yeah. it's fake. It's not real. It's, you know, it's, it's no different than the stunts you see in movies and shit like that. Um, but even then, you know, people have like this weird cancel culture on pro wrestling. So, I mean, I guess that me at four years old, if I asked for, like, a wrestling ring or a pro wrestling action figure or something like that, and some, you know, mall Santa said, like, well, I can't bring you anything barbaric because those animals destroy each other. How about the My Little Pony or some goofy shit like that? 
it, I guess that would fucking affect me because it's something I love and something I want that like some random adult who's supposed to be Santa and bring joy to my life is telling me that the thing I love is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there, yeah, and, it's, and you mentioned it. There's a right way to do it. It's just he obviously didn't do it. Um, yeah. he did lose his job. Actually, that is a good point too. The, I, I really don't like Steven Crowder at all, just for the record. But he, oh. he makes a point in saying, you know, um, uh, you know, he could have said, if you were a good boy, we'll see what happens. I, mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly the way it should have been handled. It shouldn't be your, your interaction with this child is maybe five minutes and a picture. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> it's not your job. It's not your job. Yep. It, it's one of those, it's one of those situations where I think, and I think in Santa's mind, that moment was a teaching moment for that kid, but it's not his place to have that moment with him. No. Um, but yeah, it, it's a goofy thing that things like that, it happened. It's funny to hear that happened in Illinois because the moment I heard about it without knowing where it was from, I'm like, I bet that's a fucking Midwest thing. That's so funny. Because I don't think that was, I don't think that's anywhere else but somewhere in like Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois. It just seems like it's going to happen here. And then they said, and I don't know where Norwich fucking Illinois is. I don't know where the Harlem Plaza and stuff is. Oh, it's literally, I know you don't care, but, um, it's just, it's, (laughs) it's on the west side of the city. We, we drove through it all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, you just drive straight up Harlem Avenue. You'll eventually get there. Okay. Um, yeah, we we when we lived in um, Forest Park and uh, we drove back and forth from the north side, we would go we would drive through it all the time. We passed uh, Harling Urban, Urban, Urlum, Harlem Irving Plaza literally every day. Gotcha. Well, there was a Santa there. There was yeah. a Santa there. Um, but yeah, no. So the kid seems to be doing okay. Uh, parents said they got all the gifts for him, so he's all Just, good and. Sorry, I don't know why, but something just popped up to me. Yeah, I mean, I we're I think we're going to be talking more about cancel culture next week. But yes, uh, why is it that from from your perspective, why are you fine with the Santa being fired? Why should it be fired for that if you're so worried about cancel culture? You're asking me like why I'm okay yeah. with him being fired? Yeah, yeah. Should oh, he I don't for that? Should um no. I don't okay. believe he should have been Never fired. I'm, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want. I don't want to come off like I'm okay with it. I'm just getting yeah, the yeah. fact that he was fired for it. Yeah, I think now it's weird that he was fired for it. It seems like a strange thing. Yeah. Now looking at the video, like it's yes, I, I don't think he should have like because it did in a way it sounded like he was berating a child, but not in yeah. like an aggressive way. It's not like he sat there and called the child. Now if he went around and said, "Your idea of what a Christmas gift is is dumb." But what do I expect from a child whose dad's a cop? Now, if he right. says something that fired, yeah, because that's that's, ins- that's insulting to a that's insulting to the child. That's insulting to the child's parents and everything like that. But the fact where he's just like, I'm not bringing you a I'm not bringing you a Nerf gun. If your dad wants to get you one, that's fine. What else do you want? No, right. I I think you know maybe a talking to, maybe putting a note in a file or some shit like most supervisors do. Um, no, I, I don't think he should have been fired. If more things happen than what was in that video, and that's the biggest thing too, is like you could only know what goes on in the video. And who knows? Maybe there's more to the video than what's being aired or what's being shown. I don't know. But there's more to it that justified in firing. Hey, you know, that's the, the that's the, the uh, discretion of 
the mall or the company that offered up the uh, the Santa. You know, I'm, I'm assuming it comes from some kind of like uh, hiring service or whatever that Santas get hired through or whatever. I think there is actually literally a Santa hiring service for that. I think I, I believe there is, and I think that's what it said in the article. There's, I think, I think the article actually mentioned the company, and I kind of wiped away the article. Uh, but um, I just think it's interesting that people talk about cancel culture all the time, and like the thing is, is that guns are very rarely actually canceled. Cops are very rarely actually canceled. But here's a guy who is literally fired just for standing up for what he believed in, and everyone's like, "Well, because I disagree with your beliefs." I'm happy that you're fired. I just think that's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think that's yeah. I actually think trying to take the side of taking of making kids cry. But, yeah. No, but I mean, but I mean, that's that's what cancel culture has been all about. I mean, fucking look at Dukes of Hazard that got canceled just because of the General Lee flag. I mean, what racism was in the Dukes of Hazard that they had to cancel that or Paw Patrol? Well, so, Paw I mean, Patrol actually canceled though. That was a joke. Was that really a joke, though? It was really a joke. It was just God, people just God, it was. It because they want to believe it. God, I hope it was because yeah. it's just it's just it's just that weird shit. And it's the thing too. I believe that because that's the world that we've been living in lately. It's that weird aggression that, like, uh, what was it? And we're gonna talk more about it next week. But the fact that yeah. like, uh, baby, it's cold outside. Like people were offended by that song because apparently they were talking about this guy drugging this woman. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's that one. That's we can talk yeah. about this next week too. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's just weird because like somebody, it's not my. This isn't my original thought, but it was posted up somewhere that said, "Baby, it's cold outside. Needs to be canceled." But the WAP is a thing. My goodness. So it, it's just it's just weird stuff like that. But no, to to answer your question, I don't believe he should have been fired. Okay, cool. Only yeah, no, just just. I just, like we're on the same page about things, but. And yeah, I just, no, it's, I, I don't think anyone should lose their fucking job just because they have an opinion. It's just how that opinion is put across to other people. I yeah. do believe he honestly went about it the wrong way, but not in a term where he should have been terminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, just use the you know use common sense when you're just when because the thing is at the end of the day it's a job. You know, like you don't have to sit there and express your opinion to a four year old. Yeah, you, you sit there and say, "What do you want for Christmas? I want this." Okay, well, if you're a good lad, you're gonna get it, and then you can just move on. Or uh, that sounds like a wonderful idea, and just just keep moving on and collect the fucking paycheck. You know, right. it's it's like I mean, people sit at work, and like I I I go into work, and there's people who sit there and they talk about this fucking election, and there's one guy that says, "Oh, this election isn't over," and then there's another guy that says, "Well, you know, they they already claimed Biden president and everything." And like I can sit there and have a conversation with them, but it's not the place for it because I'm at work. That's why I have a podcast. Right. I can sit there and have those views on it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I think Santa should just kind of like step back. But I do agree with that. I do. There's, there's a time and a place. Yeah. And I think it's like, as a pastor, I feel even more strongly about it because like, I'm a, I'm a public figure. So I have a responsibility to behave a certain way when I'm in, in the public eye. Um, which is one of the reasons that I've I've tried to not disguise my identity, but at least not make it super obvious who I am all the time. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Joe. Let's, let's, uh, I want I want to get your kind of view on this real quick. Let's say yeah. that uh, that you're at church, you're having your mm-hmm. service, and you bring up all the kids to like uh, 
I remember you used to do this at the, the first church you were at, where the kids would come up. I don't think you did it personally, but uh, somebody did. Like, the kids would come up, sit around in a circle, and, like, mm-hmm. you would talk to them. Yeah. Let's say let's say that you did that to uh, the group of kids uh, at your uh, your uh, your church, and yeah. you sat down, and all of a sudden you took it upon yourself to tell them. Now, if Santa was a real person, then obviously he could do this, this, and this. But we all know Santa's not real. <laughs> you said that to a group of kids, and parents were so outraged that they wanted you fired. Would there be a justification of you being fired, or would you think that'd be too extreme? I think it'd be too extreme. But that's not just because I I would never do that, but I do think it would be too extreme. Yeah, you I know I know you would never do that. And I hope people who listen to the show know that you would never do that. Just a hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. Like if like if you took it upon yourself to tell a bunch of like three, four, five year olds that their idea of this magic man who brings them gifts once a year is fake. Right. Yeah, that'd be so I got to put myself in that even mindset. I'd be, I would be outraged that they would want me fired over it. I think because it'd be like, well, what's my job? Is my job to teach these kids or not? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just that's not a time or place either because it's it's a literally it's a five minute thing before they go off to to priest Sunday school or yep. whatever. You know, it's one of those things which I think maybe I'd put this in the same category as that situation as a. Listen, we really don't want to fire you, but maybe you should kind of take it upon yourself to walk away. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I think this guy, even if he was fired from the Norwich location, I don't think they fired him completely. I'm sure they could have moved him to a different location. Just like right. if you if you went like so like, you know, anti Santa in a moment of fucking like hysteria, I'm sure you could find our church somewhere. Oh, probably. Right. There are plenty of churches out there who I think would consider Santa to be some kind of like pagan idol or something. And they're wrong too, but Yeah. Well, I know they're out there. There's there's lunatics all over the place. You can get uh, that's 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 sometimes I, I, honestly, if I was gonna go full grifter, I would I would do that. You know. <laughs> that's there's something so I do to be had if you don't have any conscience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to talk about that uh, in a future show. I want to talk about uh, um, choices we make for raising kids. Obviously, we don't have kids. But to get an idea of what kind of parents we're going to be and what we allow them to believe or what we're going to take away from them at a young age. I, want, I do want to make a note of that, Joe. We'll do that We'll do that in the next season uh, early so we don't forget about it. Because I really want to stop saying we're going to do shit and not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, or, so it, or I want to start coming up with more extravagant shit to not do. Yes, there was a. Like, we're gonna take a trip to China and send you guys photos of the Great Wall next season. Right, like we're gonna we're we're going to we're going to dismantle the Great Wall brick by brick. We'll do that yeah. in the next episode, next season. Yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get in the uh, the vomit comet and uh, mm-hmm. and do a whole episode in zero gravity. Yeah. Yeah, I think next season we're going to reenact uh, uh, Forrest Gump, but uh, through the eyes of Jenny. So I'd watch that. They should, should make that. Should they should make that fucking movie. Yeah, make yeah make a note uh, make a note about uh, parenting and stuff like that. Oh, I put it in the chat. Where I hope it go? It's... There you go. God, now I just gotta remember it's in there. Right. That'll be that'll be like one of the first episodes we do next season. Uh, I, I, I we'll just get it right off because there, there's a 
there's a lot of views I always ask people about, like, how they would raise their kids, and it always interests me. It's no right or wrong, just how they would interest, and then I'll tell them why they're wrong. Anyways, uh, <laughs> to wrap up, because uh, we are getting towards the end of the show here. Uh, yeah, we got, like, maybe, like, five, six minutes. Um, 2021, we're going to see a lot of reboots of some TV shows uh, from the past that they're bringing back. Uh, I just want to get you a quick uh, pro and con on um, on the show coming back. So almost like a lightning round. Give me one positive, one negative to these episodes coming back. Sure. Uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Ooh, are they having the original cast? No, Jared Padalecki from Supernatural is going to play Walker. Um, I don't have the notes in front of me, but if I remember from the last time I looked at this, I believe Jared's going to play Walker. I think they're going to have a female uh, partner. Jared is going to have a gay brother part of the show, which they, for some reason, had to emphasize the gay part of the brother. Don't know why. Whatever. Um, uh, and there's something else. They they try to really kind of like uh, melting pot this uh, sure. this reboot. Well, that sounds um, that sounds like one positive is to try and melting pot the reboot. Uh, negative. Um, the Texas Rangers are, uh, historically actually not very good. And the show is an excellent piece of propaganda to convince you that they are actually good. Right. The fact that one man is, uh, tearing apart like five, six people at once. But again, it's Chuck Norris. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, it's a good show and it's really enjoyable. Oh, yeah. A lot. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually look, I'm looking forward to it now that I know it's a thing. Yeah, Callum put it on Plex, and I'm fucking, I'm watching it. It's fucking, it's, it's amazing. You know, some of like these shows I don't fucking remember. It's just like the fact that this fucking dude walks up to these people, drops down the, uh, tailgate of his truck and says, okay, either get in or we'll do it the hard way. And then all of a sudden, obviously, I don't know if, uh, if, if, um, if the, the ratio of, uh, criminals willing to fight versus not fight down in Texas is similar to this movie, but there has not been one person that said, yeah, I'll get in the truck. Everybody who happens to know who Walker Texas Ranger is, who knows who Cordell Walker is, is like, fuck it, I'll fight him. What's the worst that could happen? And then boom, roundhouse. It's like, come on, dude, just get in the back of the fucking truck. But anyway, I'm excited to see it just because I like J- uh, Jared Padalecki. Uh, I think Sam Winchester is a badass. I think he'd make a great Texas Ranger. I'm wondering how his appearance is going to change from playing Sam to playing Walker. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to cut the hair, if he's going to grow the beard out, um, and all that. Stuff. I want him to play a young, like, Roland DeShane in a remake of uh, The Dark Tower. Ooh, there you go. That movie was so bad. Uh, Punky Brewster. I never watched Punky Brewster, and I think that maybe some things are better left in the past. I can do that. I'm excited that other people are excited, I guess. Uh, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy? Yeah! Bring that back. I'm in. That sounds good. I, uh, original, is that, I don't know. I don't know what you know. So, so Ren, so Ren and Stimpy, I mean, obviously you remember the original Ren and Stimpy on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Did you ever watch the 2000, uh, the spinoff of it uh, in like 03? Oh, no. Yeah, so, uh. Maybe a couple episodes, it, but I don't think I knew that it was a spinoff. Trust me, you, you would have known because, uh, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the, the, the last scene of the last episode I saw in the spin-off. Ren and Stimpy were about to go to bed. Stimpy gets excited, runs to the bed, leans over the edge of the uh, bed with a catcher mitt on his ass. Then Ren runs <laughs> at him, they slide underneath the blankets and then squirrel around and then the credits roll. <laughs> that was the spinoff that was put onto, I believe it was, uh, Spike TV. Oh. So, clearly that failed. But right. now they're going to spin it off. I think they're going to go back to, uh, family friendly. I feel like they're going to have to be different dogs because enough time has passed. They should not be alive anymore. How would you feel about a live action running a Stimpy? I would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, Unless it's like, um, you ever watch the show Wilfred with Elijah Wood, where he's just, he's playing. The dog is a person. Yeah. yeah. If they just had, like, regular people in, like, Ren and Stimpy dog suits, mm-hmm. they're not, they're not in any other way acting like dogs. They're just normal people dressed in suits. I think that'd be hilarious and worth watching. Especially well, if, like, no one, no one draws attention to it. It's just a thing that, that exists. <laughs> Uh, Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. HBO Max is coming out with a sh- series called Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. It's going to focus on, uh, high school, uh, group of women, the pink ladies group or whatever. You know what? I, I hope, it's HBO Max, so I'm sure it'll be a good show. I, I'm sure it'll be interesting and fun to watch, and I'm sure that there are a lot of people who will be really into it. But there's no reason to tie it into the Grease property other than just sheer, like, if we put, if we slap Grease on it, a million more people are going to watch a week. And I think that's stupid. All right. They're going to get all those Grease fans in, like, the first episode until they realize that uh, it's not the same. Yeah. Now, I would love it because, obviously, technology, I think, has the ability to. I would love for it to look like the old Grease movie. Yeah. Not this high def. Like, if it could look like that Grady old fucking filming. Yeah. Sold. Fucking like sold. Actual film. Yeah. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Ooh. So I really liked Battlestar Galactica. Um, is it just gonna be a remake of the whole show? Uh, Battlestar Galactica remains a key series in the history of science fiction television thanks to both the highly influential original series and the sci-fi remake that reimagined the concept for a new era. This time around, Sam Esmel, the showrunner behind Homecoming and Mr. Robot, is the new man in charge for Peacock's latest reboot. Little is known about what the series will look like, although Esmel did take to Twitter to reassure fans that his version won't be a remake of the sci-fi show. Instead, it will explore a new story within the mythology while staying true to the spirit of Battlestar. Oh, see, now that sounds that sounds interesting. Do something new within an old property. I'm interested in that. And it, it helps that I really loved Battlestar Galactica, the uh, the remake. Didn't you just say that the Pink Ladies would be fine without being Grease? Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I, well, I feel like, so... With the pink ladies, it sounds like you're just going to tell the story of the the pink ladies that were in the movie, and you're just going to recast them as young high school girls or whatever, probably twenty year olds who look like high schoolers. Yeah. See, that's this is where we need more information because what yeah. if it's pink ladies 
but it's 2020. See, that might be really good and interesting. Right? Like, like gangs and schools. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't know if this one's real or not. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I will give it a shot, but I feel like the first one had everything it had to say was said. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else is left to say. Yeah. I don't know. It it if it's a spin off, like a, a continuation, I don't want I don't want it to be a reboot. I don't want to see the same story all over again. Right. And I don't know that I want to see the same story uh updated. Yeah. Now if they made like a Netflix movie of like maybe like like, like Will how, Smith's like kid or something. Yeah. Like like showing how he's a good dad because Uncle Phil was in his life. Mm-hmm. And he's he's sort of rejected the way that his dad was. I think that could be really powerful. Yeah. Beyond that, I'm just a little I'm skeptical. I really the, the fact that there's nothing new anymore. And and I realize that, you know I am aware that there is some slight hypocrisy to my opinions on this because I liked Battlestar and I'm happy that Battlestar is coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm aware. I'm not but but there are some things also where I'm just like, eh, there's so many different ways to tell that story. I don't know why you pick. See, I'm uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of spinoffs. I'm not a fan of reboots. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm not sure. I haven't seen Fuller House, but I've heard it's mostly not great. It's it has its moments to where like the, the way the way I figured it out, and I I did enjoy it, and I think I think if you go into the way I went into it, you'll actually enjoy it. Um, it's full house for this era. So you're not going to get the, like, you know, like, like you look back at full house in like the nineties and they talk about like, or, uh, Stephanie's friend who got in a car accident cause like their friends were drinking and driving, uh, or even like talking about like, you know, DJ's mom dying from uh drunk driving or, uh, Papui passing away and shit, and Michelle finding out, or Michelle getting in like uh, amnesia from falling off a horse. Those right. things aren't going to happen. That that was that was '90s television where you could do things like that. It's kind of like uh, Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World. Boy Meets World, you know, Sean gets drunk. You know, his dad abandons him. You know, all this shit with like you know, Corey cheating on Topanga and stuff like that. Like you can get that shit in the '90s, but that, that's not happening anymore. That's right. not how TV is nowadays. So going into it knowing that. It's not full house. You're gonna be okay with it. Gotcha. Um, but it it actually is a pretty good show. It's just it's one of those shows that like they they didn't remake it for the full house fans. They remade it for the kids of the full house fans gotcha. to watch. So I, if you go into it like that, I think you actually will enjoy it. There are some funny things in there. I mean, Kimmy is Kimmy. Uh, obviously, DJ is a little more goofier than what she was back in the day. Right. Stephanie's fucking hot, um, but I mean, their their kids fucking make it uh, worthwhile too. And obviously, Danny, Joey, and Jesse show up from time to time. And sure, um, so I think that's maybe the thing for me is like I've got no problem saying let's make something for the kids of the people who liked this show. Yeah, but I feel like when you when you slap a property on it, when you're like Fuller House or Fresh Prince of Bel Air, or you know, it, it creates expectations 
of nostalgia mm-hmm. that I think can be detrimental to the actual enjoyment of the property. Oh, hundred percent. Do a separate thing. You don't have to. You don't have to. You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't, and that's and that's why I said, like, you know, like if you want to do spinoffs, do spinoffs, but yeah, don't don't market it as you're bringing back this show. You know, yes. I, it's like Disney when Disney did Girl Meets World. They didn't bring it back as Boy Meets World 2.0. They just brought back as Corey's raising their kids now. And obviously Disney, for some godforsaken reason I can't explain, everything they do is fucking magic. Fucking crushed it. Good fucking show. Um, but, you know, like Fuller House, like they, I mean, they kind of sold it off like Full House. Like, you know, they're rebooting Full House, which, hey, is all well and good, but, you know, fucking like 10, 9, 10 year old me who watched Full House, isn't as interested in watching it at 28, 29, and 30. You know, it's just, it's just not the same. But I think they kind of like boosted it for parents to be like, oh my God, my kids will love this because I loved it. Yeah. You know, Fresh Prince, I think is the same way. You know, it's like you just, it's, I think it's when too much time passes, you're not going to get that same fan base. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, like I said, dude, dude, like, I wouldn't mind, and like I said before, like, with the, the movie idea, if you did on Netflix or HBO Max or whatever the fuck you wanted to release it, Hulu, if you wanted to, like, bring back, like, an old TV show, just bring it back in, like, a movie. Like, a movie that's, like, like, like on stream, like, fucking apps or whatever, and just mm-hmm. have people kind of, like, relive that shit. Like, I wouldn't mind fucking seeing The Wonder Years fucking come back. It's just a fucking movie. Just see like what shit is because I want to see how fucked up fucking Kevin Arnold is. <laughs> I mean, you know, just yeah, just like small things like that. I think what would be a good show, a fucking spinoff, would be like a, a TV series of Sandlot. That that'd be fucking good. I want to find out what happened to that guy. I can't remember his name, but it talked about how uh, he got lost in the '60s and no one ever saw him again. Oh, in the epilogue where they're just like that guy, he just disappeared. Was he like the tall, lanky kid with glasses? Can't remember. Yeah, we're gonna revisit Sandlot one day too. I want to revisit movies. You want to revisit, revisit movies with me? Is that too much? Uh, movie podcast weekly? I think it's fine. Movie podcast weekly isn't even weekly anymore. So okay. I kind of want, I kind of want to do, uh, I want to go back to, uh, old kids movies from time to time. Yeah, I think that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll even, we'll, we can turn it into, uh, we'll come fucking, uh, we'll bring Clint back and do, uh, uh, what the fuck is that, uh, Freaky Flicks or Freaking Flicks or whatever the hell we do? Yeah. That'd be fun. Right. right. I think we did it. Did we ever, I think we did, uh, fucking Freaking Flicks about, like, movie sequels, cause Sandlot sequels sounds fucking familiar. Yeah, I think we did. That also, but I can't remember. It'd be nice if I remembered notes of shit we did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Joe, what uh, what are you freaking thinking about? Um, freaking thinking. Oh, I I mentioned it at the top of the show. Um, but I I'll mention it again now. I am really enjoying Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm listening to it on Audible. I like it enough. I'm probably gonna get myself a print copy. Um, because I'm the kind of nerd who really wants to read the footnotes that I know are there, but are not being read on the audible track. Um, (laughs) 
but it's basically so like normally you have uh, history is written from the viewpoint of the winners, right? Yeah. Um, a people's history tries to tell history from more like the viewpoint of the losers. And so um, it starts American history with the the Arawak people uh, on the island of Hispaniola um, when Columbus showed up. And then the second chapter is about the American slave trade. And the third chapter is about Bacon's Rebellion. And the fourth chapter is about how they got the um, the American Revolution to happen. And that's as far as I am right now. But it's it's really interesting. Um, it's got some fascinating uh, analysis of history that I've never heard before, or at least I've never heard as concisely and as clearly as this. Um, and it's it's really it's well told. Um, I, I it's it's told like a story. And it includes uh, parts of history that are familiar. So uh, one chapter is almost all um, – he, he includes significant chunks of the Declaration of Independence. And so it, you get to hear the Declaration of Independence, and then you get to hear the context of the society in which that was written and celebrated. Um, and it's it's just really good. I really recommend it. Um, if you're looking for something to listen to, it's a pretty short read. Um you can listen to it while you're working. I usually I get up in the morning and I go for a walk and I listen to it about 20 minutes at a time. And it's uh, it's great. I highly recommend it. So that's what I'm geeking on this week. Freaking thinking about. Sorry. <laughs> <On podcast. laughs> what, about uh, you? what are you freaking thinking about? Oh, God. Uh, fucking hey. Uh, I love you, Joe. I got me. I got me. 12 hours ago. <laughs> Right. Uh, okay. Um. Now, uh, the only thing I've been uh, thinking about lately is uh, when I got laid off uh, last year, I was put on a hardship program with my house and my mortgage and everything. And I don't know why, but it seems like it's harder to get off that program than it was to even get on it to begin with. Because obviously I'm working right now. I got a job. I tried calling them to kind of get it all situated. And instead of them just kind of like saying, okay, you're off the program. Here's what we can do to kind of fix everything. They're just like, oh, well, you need to fill out this form and send it in. And the form they want me to fill out is the hardship program application. I was like, why do I need to fill this out again? I want to get off the program. Like, oh, we got got to send it in so we can deny you so we can move forward in the process. I'm like, what do you mean deny me? Yeah, it's it's a goofy fucking thing. Like, I'm hoping the guy that I spoke to didn't know what he was talking about. So I'm hoping I can talk to somebody else and – yeah, so that's what I'm going to do as soon as I get out the phone here is try to figure out, say, hey, listen, I was on the program, I'm off the program, I have a job, what can we do? I'm hoping to get the house refinanced and everything and yeah, get, like... That's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to get a whole new mortgage. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping I'm hoping I can refinance and I can kind of, like... Because I know my house value is right, a cool. lot more than what I owe. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping if I just... Take what I, I I need to fucking, you know, refinance a little bit more to wipe away the debt that I do have and kind of have like a clean slate and start over with the, just a mortgage. Yeah. And I could be happy, but apparently it's more complicated than that because somehow you have to they have to deny me the fucking uh, uh, hardship program in order to get me off the hardship program. So it, it's goofy. I don't understand it. It's been a headache. Uh this whole thing because I had to wait for them to mail me the information I needed and they just emailed me the fucking packet and I just, I don't fucking know. So hopefully this phone call I make today kind of uh, gets me on the right track to kind so. of um, making everything a lot easier because I'm just, I'm tired of fucking um, 
was it? It's like that old uh, country song. Like I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. Uh, I just like, I just, I want to have a fucking day where it feels like a win for me. And I haven't had one of those personally for a long fucking time. So far be it for me to advocate violence of any kind. But one of the things that I've been learning in this book is that historically when shit like this happens, Americans get together and they go to the banker's house and they pull the banker out of the house and tar and feather him. So. I'm just saying, there's a historical precedent for for ripping his house to pieces, board by board, and throwing it into a river. So I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying think about it. But it's a thought. Like, like okay, dude. It's, like, it's getting to be time for Americans to stand up for for human dignity for themselves and their neighbors, and to uh, stop letting rich assholes push us push us all around. Well, and, and that's the goofy thing about it. It's like they sit there and they're like, okay, cool. Let me help you. Let me get you into a better, like, you know, a be- like, I, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm appreciative of the fact that they even put me on this fucking program. They could just take, they could just take my house, but why make it difficult to get off of the fucking thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I want to give you money. Like, why are you stopping me from giving you money? They probably make more money off the interest while you're not paying or whatever. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I don't have nice things to say about people like that. <sighs> well, you have a mortgage now. Jesus so didn't blame you. So, you know, he chased him out of the temple with a bullwhip. <laughs> That's what I wanted to fucking do. I wanted to talk to you about the fucking, uh, the weird idea of what Jesus, people believe Jesus was, but he actually should have been. Yeah. Oh, God, I think I had that somewhere. We're going to talk about that fucking next season, too. All right. So many, so many, so many ideas for season five. Nice. Season five, Joe. Fucking A. I'm excited. You guys don't do seasons over on GCO. We do. Do you? Mm-hmm. And we don't we don't talk about them as that anymore. We say season seven episode, and then it, instead of being the episode of the season, we do the total number of episodes now. That's probably why I get mixed so, up. Three hundred and thirty-eight as of last night. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I remember being on uh, episode one hundred. Yeah. Now we got to get back get you back on again. Yeah, I'm not even going to ask anymore, because now it just seems fucking, like, needy. I'd like to point out, I do bring it up. To see I, wish, I wish you didn't point that out, because the fact that you keep bringing it up and I haven't been invited hurts my feelings. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, like, 50% of the fucking hosts I'm related to, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it must be Rob-based. It has to be, right? <laughs> Oh god! No, I would love to come back on. Uh, you guys just let me know when and where. Yeah. Uh, hey, Joe. Yes. Every week our listeners can catch uh, Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show, but if uh, an hour a week of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our viewers, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the Geekcast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Pod, and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live. Excellent. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. And you catch our show every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, just by searching this freaking show. That is all I got. As always, I am Travis. I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.